Hi. Welcome to The Way Things Go There. I'm Tiff Cohen. Today we're going to talk about an excerpt from Ain't Burned All the Bright by National Treasure Jason Reynolds, illustrated by his good friend Jason Griffin. This book is unlike anything you will ever read or have the pleasure of seeing. In total, it's only about 10 sentences. The Jasons made it during quarantine of the COVID-19 pandemic. It's their observation from a young person's point of view. They're talking about what you did during the pandemic. You were home, right? Everyone was in their homes and trying to figure out what to do. And most of what to do was screens. School that was in session turned to a screen. If you had to talk to your family or friends, that was through a screen. Everything was through a screen. And I think it forced us to realize that all of the screens in our life are hurting us, are hurting our relationships, are are hurting our community and our connection. Here's the excerpt. And I wonder if maybe an oxygen mask is hiding amongst the crumbs of memories caught between the cushions of this couch. Or maybe in our arms touching, our skin chatting, our laughing and bickering and bothering and chewing and making and jamming and stepping and hearing and hollering. And maybe seeing each other's mess as a breath of fresh air. If you don't know Jason Reynolds, I will start this by saying that a lot of people think he is a writer for children, and he is. While our bodies grow old, we're all still children in some way, you know? And we all need a little bit of comfort to that child that always remains inside. He is who I think all children need in their life. I grew up in the era where we were taught to be colorblind that we were taught to not see that we were different because of the color of our skin. We were taught to see that we weren't different because of our religion or what was, you know, the background that we came from. While I I get that the idea where the idea was coming from and where the sentiment was, it was to show that the value of each person is not less based on the color of their skin or their religion or where they come from or their status in the world. But It wasn't really communicated that way. It was communicated to say, you know, we're all the same, treat everyone the same. And that doesn't get the the same results. You can treat one person the same as another person and the result will be completely different. It's like a diet, right? We're all built differently, even though we're all human and we can both do the same exercise routine and have the same diet, but the outcomes will be different. Jason Reynolds is, I believe he's in his early 40s, beautiful black man with dreads, has this, you know, Brooklyn accent, wears a leather jacket and all black all the time. He's he's not someone that I saw in school. The majority of men, especially that I saw when I was in elementary and middle school, were white men. And having the lack of black men in a position of power at such an impressionable age makes a difference on a child. You view those people in positions of power differently. You see only white males in this position of influential power and you don't see black men or you especially don't see black men embracing their blackness or embracing a culture that you don't really know about. So you don't take the time to be curious about if it's not your culture. Or perhaps it is your culture and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm okay. I'm great. 
I could be in that position of power and influence. I recently heard on a podcast, I'm, it, it is lost to me which podcast it was, it was probably Armchair Expert, where they said that, you know, social media has kind of turned people into celebrities. Like the everyday man is now a celebrity that you have to curate your life to make it desirable to everyone. So, you know, you're not judged by the decisions you make as a human. And I think it's very true. And I think we have fallen into this habit of judging people based on what is on our screen, based on what their living room looks like or what their clothes look like or what events they're going to. And it's making us more disconnected. This is coming from a mom of three kids. You see someone's house that maybe is not even necessarily a hot mess, but just a little unorganized. You're like, yeah, okay, maybe I'm not dropping the ball. Maybe it's okay. And then if you see just a hot mess, you're like, yeah, that's exactly what my house looks like. Okay. She or he or they are doing okay. And I'm doing okay. It's become this competition of who can be better, right? Like I'm better than you because I do this. And instead of, hey, I also struggle with this, or I also like this, instead of it being a competition. And there's something about the collective joy of life that really brings the human race alive. Like Jason says, our skin chatting, our laughing, our bickering and bothering and chewing and making and jamming and stepping and hearing the difference of that over a screen versus in real life, like laughter in real life, like gives me goose pimples, right? Like laughter through a screen, say you're watching a stand-up special on TV or whatever. Yeah, that's fun, but it's more fun when you do it with someone sitting next to you, right? It's even more fun when you're in that venue with that comedian, with hundreds of other people, right? And the pandemic kind of showed us what we were missing out on because we were all just so engulfed into our screens of everything I need is in my home, you know? Amazon definitely capitalized on that. Like, let's just deliver everything to you within, in, within two days. You know, oh, that's not soon enough. How about within two hours? I never have to leave home. I have my screens. I have my Amazon. Never have to leave. And I will be the first to say that I was like, oh my God, yes, please. I don't ever want to leave my house. You know what's at home? Everything, right? But it's not, you know, we're missing each other. You know, we're missing the communities. We're missing collective joy. And I am the most introvert of introverts, right? Like I I don't want the attention to be on me. I don't want, you know, I want to be invited to the party. I want to go to the party, but I want to be, you know, in the group. I don't want to be the center of attention of the group, but I still want to be there. I still want to feel that joy that people share. I want to still be, be connected. And so a lot of people could say, well, you know, I really do like being at home. And yeah, it is comfortable, but go into a space where you are physically feeling the joy of others, or even if you look at it on the other side, physically feeling the pain of others. I think what provides the most comfort when you're in pain is just having someone to sit beside you and kind of take some of that pain away, right? They, they don't have to say the right thing or do the right thing, but if they're just there with you and just like, you know, absorbing some of that, it makes it a little better. Of course, we need screens in our life. It's just the way it has evolved. But I think we are social being, beings and I don't think a screen can really give us the social interaction that we 
we need, you know? So the next time someone says, you know, well, I need, I need social media because that's where all my friends are. You know, go there, say, that's awesome that you met these people in a way that you would have never met them before. But how else could you interact with them? How else could you share in that joy? Like personally, I met another writer who lives in Germany and she's amazing. And I would love to one day go to Germany and meet her and do fun, nerdy writer things, you know, meet her family. And I think that's normal to want that. And I am very aware that a lot of people have social anxiety. And if anything, the pandemic has probably heightened that social anxiety. But in little doses, with small groups of people or one people person at a time, it will really help to really build skills to manage that social anxiety. And the chemicals that are released in your body to make you feel your best will be released. And I think you'll be thankful that you got out of the house and indulged in other people's mess and showed them your mess. And we're like, yeah, it's a breath of fresh air. So again, the book is called Ain't Burned All the Bright by Jason Reynolds and Jason Griffin. Please run, don't walk, to go get a physical copy. All right, thanks everyone again. Have hope.